Hi, this is Graham Hyde, and welcome back to the Making Stuff Better podcast. We've had a little break, but it's good to be back. This is a great conversation with Gemma Horton, a physiotherapy assistant at Leeds Community Healthcare NHS Trust. Gemma works mainly with children and young people, and we hear how she's been able to identify an improvement which has been acknowledged, shared and celebrated across the country. We talk a bit about the leadership and the way Leeds Community Healthcare Trust enables its people to really get around the idea of making stuff better. So, without further ado, let's hear from Gemma. Okay, so today, after a little bit of a delay and a layoff from recording these podcasts, um, it's a happy new year to everybody who's listening and happy new year to our first guest of 2022, who is Gemma Horton, who works for Leeds Community Healthcare NHS Trust in Leeds. Um, and we're going to talk about making stuff better. So welcome, Gemma. It's great to see. I can see you. Obviously, our listeners can't see you, but they can hear you. So welcome. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you too. Good. Um, so first of all, um, can you tell us a little bit about who you are and how did you get to where you are today at LCH? Right, I'm Gemma and I'm from Leeds, but I live in Bradford, but I'm a Leeds lass, so it's okay. my route. I'm rooted through that way. Um, I've been working for the NHS for the past going on nine years now as a physio assistant. I've gone through three different trusts, starting off at L Leeds Teaching Hospital for three years, both adults and peds. Then I worked, went into Airedale as MSK outpatient and finally to Leeds Community Healthcare who have just given me lots to explore and let me flourish so it's been quite nice and I've really benefited from being part of the trust to be fair. Um, on a personal level I love the outdoors, I'm a keen camper, I go out as and when I can, I've grown up through it virtually from being a top so it's it's been quite nice because I've had that outdoor sense. I yeah. paddle, paddle board, so I go okay, on nice. Coniston Water with my paddle board and my little crazy spring spaniel called Willow. <laughs> so that's my outdoor type of sense. But I took voluntary roles within that. So I was a public relations officer. I was a um, youth president. I represented Great Britain on these levels. And we got to go out to site visits, explore them make sure that they were right participants and then come back to neighbouring areas from Croatia, Rome, Taiwan and vice versa. So we have done a bit of fair exploring, but I think all of that voluntary work has passed over into what I'm currently doing now. So there's been a nice overlap. So that's my kind of personal linking into professional stuff. Okay, that's great. So (laughs) So tell me a bit more about what does a physio assistant at LCH do? The physio assistant at LCH, it's obviously a more specific role, what what we currently do at the moment, because um, we work with children aged 0 to 19 who have difficulties with disability, which impact them upon their movement and their daily participation in activities. These children have support long-term with neurological or development conditions. We provide support for their families and promote everyday participation. 
provide specialist assessments, analysis of movement, and look at how to reduce the possibilities of future complications. Okay. That's the general term what the team do, but as a physio assistant, we encompass a lot more with that, with helping the physios on a day-to-day basis, booking rooms, helping with MDT, orthotics, getting out there, providing blocks, in amongst everything else, of just being mm-hmm. being there, making sure the children flourish and being independent and obviously the child's choice at the end of the day, which is where this project came from, really. <laughs> Yeah, sure. So do you do you work? So you're so obviously you're sort of embedded in the naught uh, to nineteen service. So that's a that's a a whole Leeds service. So do you do you work across the whole of Leeds, or are you in specific parts of Leeds? At the moment, I've just moved over to the south in the middle of the pandemic. So okay. I work. <laughs> I, I started off in the east and west. Found it difficult initially, but then the west guided me and helped me flourish. In a, in a nice way with lots of support because even though I've got the experience from coming from where I have with all the working at different trusts and my previous jobs within a school anyway it okay. wasn't totally right so I've used all that experience and the west took me on but then the south have had, we've had a lot of changes so we've had to <laughs> rejig the way we work and yeah. new team and it's been quite nice because we've been, been able to help each other out, always work with each other. And it's been a nice new change all around, really. So, yeah, getting, getting to grips with the South is, is, is good. <laughs> Excellent. And do you do you tend to work um, face-to-face with um, children and young people? Or is or is it, uh, you know, with the, the pandemic, is there a lot of sort of online stuff or is it a bit of both? You know, do they come to you in a clinic setting or do you go to their homes? Uh, 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 we work all over the place. We go into specialist silk and we also go into uh, mainstream schools with resource provision. We go to the health centres, <clears throat> but we also go home as well. Mm-hmm. And then they come to us in clinics for orthotics. So it's a wide variety of yeah. different areas and it is face to face. There's not a lot online, but we speak to parents regularly when they have when they call up there's a problem they'll come to us as for first point sometimes we direct them to the physios and it's quite nice because we're we're there <laughs> and easily accessed and if anything does need to happen we can just escalate it to whoever we need really so it's, yeah. it's quite a nice job and we're left alone to do this as much as we are um obviously working with the physios so there's quite a lot of responsibility that goes with with working in the community as well so but yeah. they we work on trust as well, and it's a great team to work for. And if there's any issues, we speak to our next point of call. So it's, it's yeah, <laughs> developing no, you know end. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it sounds it sounds like a really varied job, um, and it feels like you are really passionate about sort of being that point of contact and building the relationships between you know your particular service and your. Um, clinicians and specialists and the children and young people and the and the parents so that sort of you know putting the patient person first at the center of the care that that sort of sounds like what I'm hearing definitely yeah it it spans from I think just being the type of person I am as well on top of that so it comes from comes from all directions really but I had a passion for this 
anyway, when I first went to apply for a physio assistant, I wanted mm-hmm. to come back to it, but I had to explore other options because the job wasn't available. So that's why I went into the hospital. But looking back at it now, that's given me the experience of working in a hospital. Yeah. And the other things that I'm, I quite appreciate and that I'm doing now because I've got that better perspective. And I yeah. think it's an all-around experience, really. Yeah, and every I, I'm a great believer in everything happens for a reason. So at that point, that that dream role wasn't available. You've gone off and done some other things, learned a whole heap of stuff, and you're now bringing that to to this role that you that you're currently in. Fabulous. So so I I came across you via someone else, um, and I think so. I was. So across LCH actually, which and it's and it's been broadened out. Um, there's a men's forum. So since the the pandemic hit, um, some folk at LCH have sort of facilitated and and got guys together to talk uh, online about. Well, we talk about all sorts of things. To be fair, um, and and your name came up as somebody that I should potentially talk to. So so I made the. The connection um, and being a an ex colleague, I suppose I used to work at Leeds Community, um, so that's still very much in my heart as an organisation. Um, so I just wanted to talk a little bit about the this wheelchair skills program. So that's the that's the the project that was highlighted to me, um, and LCH have um, is it I don't know is it a scheme or a project or a way of working called making stuff better um which you know cunningly is the title of this podcast so i just wondered if we could start to talk about that so so how how did it come about this wheelchair skills program how did you know that there was a need for for this program it was really strange because it started with a discussion in a clinic room with a physio and another physio assistant who were already currently doing that particular work, but we had an outside organisation coming in called WizKids, mm-hmm. and they were providing it, a charity organisation, once per year, and it's just not enough for the need and the amount of ch- children that we see and that are coming through. On top of that, which is all well and good, I already had the background of working at a primary school in Leeds, yeah. previously for seven years who gave me so much and I, I saw this I never attended anything I worked with children with complex needs as well so I I got to see what their problems were so it was from the heart so mixing the two together mm-hmm. I felt there was a need to take this further so we discussed with my line managers who were happy for us to do that yeah. which I think is also useful if you get your managers on side and they let you flourish and do that. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, it was hard at first and we had lots of discussions and people were thinking, why are we doing this? What are you doing this for? So we had backup plans on top of that. So the, the hot hit and, and then it just spiraled mm-hmm. by te- testing, testing it out, trying it out, getting it to a certain pace, making sure that we had outcome measures. I kind of created my own because we did have it's it's come from nothing so you can imagine that what we need was a lot of a lot of paperwork around it Mm -hmm. but I also got in contact with LCH team as well in terms of the um, OD team and the facilitators to help me out with that so 
they wanted to know my story, where it came from, what happened to it, um, how they could how we could start to make things better and what I needed to do. And I'd got all this bump and done way too much for what they were thinking anyway. So that's yeah. obviously the skill that we learn just subconsciously that we, we do yeah. as, as, as our role. So accumulation of things, really. And then it just progressed and progressed and progressed. And finally, we obviously applied for this. Um, advancing healthcare awards in 2020 because we'd got the information, it'd been successful, we'd worked with many people, the kids were getting so much benefit out of it, it was fantastic mm. to see kids' faces smiling we, we got quotes from them and everything, so there's so much going on mm. from where it started from, and then to apply for this award and not just win our, our section, just win the whole whole award was like baffling to me, I was yeah. gobsmacked and it's, it's hard work paying off, really, and knowing that it, it, it was all about their independence and their, the child's choice, which comes back to patient-led. So Definitely. the whole thing worked really well and a, a bit of passion and <laughs> yeah, that, really, and not knowing yeah. you're doing it, doing it. So how, so these, we, so this, this programme, so just tell us a, a little bit more about it. So, um so obviously you there was there was a third party provider that provided some skills is training the right word on I, I guess it's how to how to best use is it a manual and a powered wheelchair for it, children and young people yeah it's to use a, a manual and we wanted to make sure both of them was hit and that they could do that within our system mm. powered and manual but it's forever changing even now it's it's moved on so much but yeah the idea is that they can become independent within that chair and be happy and just to a certain level really so the the confident level Mm. they could take anywhere and that ranged from I think the youngest was three right the way up to I don't know teenagers right so I suppose before that then so if a if a young person needed a wheelchair without did we just, as a system, did we just say, here's your wheelchair, off you go? Is that I, what was happening? I think that was what was happening because right. we obviously there was nothing in place. There was a big gap. So there was just getting the chairs and families were saying, well, what do we do now? What do we do now? Where where do we go with this? Can you help? Yeah. Yeah. And I was thinking, well, I was researching a bit on the internet and they were saying, well, there's not enough training behind it. And I'm thinking, well, there's physio assistants can't we do that yeah there's no reason why not and what we're doing is I was watching what they was doing but my background I did I qualified in from university sport development so I've got all that background behind all of that and a lot of the work was that and I thought well there's no reason why we can't transfer this into our team if we're allowed to do that with obviously certain measures within the healthcare system such as the outcome measures and patient-led and I'm thinking well yes let's let's go for it so it was it was a bit of bit of a mixture really and it all just came to plan <laughs> yeah fantastic so so in terms of outcome measures I mean you've you've already mentioned there about getting quotes from from um these young people and you also said that people were smiling so I, I you know in the health service we measure stuff to the nth degree and usually it's around activity but actually making somebody smile that's not a bad outcome measure is it no not that at is, all yeah. 
<laughs> fantastic and, and maybe we should do more of that so what so so just to explore that a little bit more what so were those outcome measures uh individual to the to the person going through the program were they tailored to that person or were they or was it sort of a mix and match between actually the outcome measures for this program this service was it a bit of both it was more what I made up for our particular service they're not official or anything that it was what I needed to test mm. something and there wasn't anything that worked that we could test it so I, I wanted to make something that might work so it was a list of skills and how well they did them right which right. was just to help me in terms of setting the whole block up because we had four to six sessions with the children and it's all right going in there going well what should we do today then and yeah. you're thinking eh but it, it just kind of give you something to work with something that could direct upon and also helping them complete some basic skills which yeah. which kids did in a form but we just accumulated them into our own and made sure that they could accomplish them more independently yeah so like each session was structured a, around a certain skill and then you progress on to the next one yeah and it, it's handy to have them yes we use them as, when we can but we don't always need to use them because mm. a lot of the time you get kids speeding down the corridors in schools which yeah. is another total alternative and we've just got to sit down with the children talk with them get on their level and say can you slow your speed down, please? Can we work with your mum? And it, 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 it's, it's different things. Are you, are you dad? Whatever works, just make sure you work with your family to try and do this. And sometimes even just a general conversation mm. and, and a check-up on the child there, which is what I did. And the parents reported back to me going, yes, they're now, they're now doing what you've said just because we've come out and sat down with them. Brilliant. So the outcome measures, yes, it's good that we have it, but also... It's good that we can just sit down and talk to them. And yeah, it's from another perspective, really. Yeah, no, that sounds really nice. Um, <laughs> and so this, so I've, I looked up this award. So you know, I don't need to know everything about it. But what does that, what does that mean to you? That you, you know, you 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 mentioned it already. What did that actually mean, receiving that award? To it you. Kind of a bit of a pinnacle for me because it was it was all all the hard work paying off personally and professionally. Yeah. And it was it was lovely because if anything it opened my doors as well. Okay. Yeah. Yes, I'm still doing what I'm doing, but there's certain things out there that I didn't know about that people have directed me onto. I'm on Twitter as well, and I'm a bit of an advocate of it because I find CPD is vital on Twitter as well. Yeah. For my benefit, especially through the pandemic. Yeah. And obviously that's when we got the award. But I've communicated with physio assistants across the country now and I'm particularly in contact with Lorraine Allchurch, who is from the Dudley organisation and she, she's got on to win an award as well through the same thing. So if anything, it's it's and and the lad in Wales actually mm. it's the same thing. He's gone on to to go for the award so it's inspiring others which is, I, I didn't even realize I was doing yeah you're gaining a lot in the process but it, it meant a lot and it still does now to this very day but mm. it, it's nice that I can also inspire others to go forward for that not just uh, yeah. in our organization outside of it yeah absolutely so that so that the wheelchair skills program have you has that sort of rolled out across the whole country 
Not as yet, no. It's, it's finalising things. I've currently produced a training package at the moment, so that that's virtually there now for opening up on teams and everything to explore that. Right. And then I'm also currently exploring the advanced level because they're going for an advanced test as well. So I'm, I'm currently finalising that part as well so the kids can go on and use their chair outdoor more independently on their own right. because LTHT have a test and I want us to link into that as well through a pathway. So I've spoken with my manager about that as well. So it's, it's constantly, my brain wants to evolve stuff anyway. So yeah. It's just a natural process. Well, absolutely. That I mean, that's that's improvement. That's that's you know, lots of small improvements add up to that big, you know, that big overall improvement. So, what sort of um, support or barriers, challenges did you come up against? Not you know, maybe within your own organisation, but but a bit wider. What are the sort of the challenges that you that you had to overcome, and 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 then what's that learning that you've taken from those challenges? I think it's been good. Yeah, the challenges have been there because a lot of us, a lot of the, well, not all the team, but they've been saying, why are you doing this? What are you doing this for? So there was a constant bit of that. But we also had people who were backing us up going, yes, you need to do this. I think it's important. It is patient-led. Carry on doing what you're doing. And I, I kept getting the evidence as well. So I think accumulation of that as well, we, we had to make sure our meetings were all right with with sorted things out so we could meet we could develop it we could move it on then we got it's finished now and I'm like it's not finished now <laughs> yeah well it keeps going doesn't it yeah it'll forever change and I think winning the award stamped everything because then we didn't get any of that now mm. everybody's supportive of it and it's now an intervention which is part of our service right so it's it's in there it's it's nice to know that it won't, won't be going away it's in there and we're offering it to our children which if anything, that stopped a lot of the barriers that we did have mm-hmm. because we tried, tested it, performed it, outcomed it, and it's been beneficial to our patients because of how independent they've become. And even at LTHT, when they, I've, I've had a couple of meetings with them and they've also said, yes, it's brilliant what you're doing, keep doing what you're doing, we're only receiving chairs now, and bro- if, if the child has broken our they've um, grown and we don't have to necessarily teach a skill because we don't have time to do that but you do so mm. it works really well in you know they're not having to do extra things and we're helping the pathway from start to finish through our trust their trust vice versa it's, it's a bit of a multi-level thing fantastic I mean that's just what you've described there is is that perfect sort of integration around around a person isn't it that mm. something from the from the teaching hospital is identified and then it I suppose they those young people are then referred into your service and it's that seamless you know it doesn't matter which organization you know which ivory tower these pe- these young people are I suppose under the care of that pathway is all linked together it's integrated with the person at the at the heart and wow look at the outcomes for these young people um Fantastic. What a great example of, of integrated um, care. Fantastic. I think they're going to work on the pathway in future as well. So there's a lot of benefit that's also come from that, which has been mm. fabulous. And I've recently completed the Edward Jenner programme, which I've found valuable. Right. Because I think that's helped me guide me along my way in terms of my own leadership type of skills. Because I've had to lead this project. So yeah. having that and the School for Change has mm. been linking them two together has been amazing. Both them two. 
have been highly for anybody, no matter where you come from at any level. You know, mm. it's something that I think is vital for the development of me within it. And it's been nice stamp at the end of the year to receive that award, that, that um, Edward Jenner Award. So yeah. it's just helped further things on that I probably didn't know about. Mixing the skills that I knew about, but I didn't know about the models and the other things and like That's putting it. Right putting it together as, yeah. as one of my mentor said to me and I'll, I'll value her comment every day because of what she said and it's been useful for me to guide me onto that particular thing and help me flourish really. Fantastic so what's next what's next on your list to improve what's your yeah what have you what's what have you found <laughs> what's what's where's your passion you know obviously you'll, you'll still keep on with this and develop this but have you has something else cropped up that you're going to have a look at next? Funny you should say it. It's just trying to work out what's there. I'm I'm just assessing where I'm currently at mm-hmm. at the moment within my job, where where things are going, getting back into things now. So I'm I, I'm analysing everything really, but we've changed a few things in the orthotics clinic, which makes it runs better already. And there's other things that I keep my eye on, but I'm just u- using that knowledge. And when something comes up, I will I will then take all everything I've learned from leading yeah. this and and more but I really don't know what's next I've learned so much it's like wait <laughs> I'm ready to explore other options as well I, I love my job but I'm like yeah. where do I go now <laughs> yeah fantastic maybe like a period of consolidation right and and bring all that knowledge together and then you know then go again fabulous um and what sort of support did you receive from from the organization you work, that you work for it's been great to support the organisation. The OD and learning team have been fab, but also my line managers. If if I didn't have the support from my line managers, I don't know where we'd where I'd be really. I'd be, they have been so supportive throughout the whole process. I think without both of them, it comes hand in hand. If you don't have the support from your managers or people you speak to, then yeah, it, it won't happen, will it really? But yeah. they've let let me do this and let me lead it which has been a godsend really, but it's, it's been nice because I've learned so much along the way and my confidence has built up because of that. So it goes hand in hand and they probably get more out of me than yeah. what they expect. And I've learned an umpteen amount of things and still are doing even yeah. now. For and, then, and then adding more value into your organisation and your service. Yeah, Fabulous. which is forever, forever changing and I think it'll still carry on changing, but it's nice to learn and use what you've learned along the way because the pandemic mm. has so much to offer CPD wise I've picked up all sorts so yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. fantastic um so aren't the, ch- aren't the children and young people of Leeds lucky to have had you that they um that you identified this this improvement and and ran with it developed it roll you know deployed it and you're getting some great results fantastic yeah, I've tried to share it as much as I can and that's the next point of call is sharing it further and making sure it's accessible to people across the country because I, I like to share things. I think it's important to share yeah, across yeah. the NHS system as well as much as we can to learn from each other. So if that can happen, we all learn a bit more. Yeah, <laughs> and I suppose sharing is also celebrating. You know, we've you can celebrate the, the, the success of an award. You can celebrate your own personal development um, and celebrating the... I suppose the achievements of those young people that they're now more more mobile more confident more smiley the parents are happier 
you know, it's 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 the whole thing to celebrate what a, what an amazing project this is. I think one of them, one of the comments stuck with me was, I I I asked her last, and she was saying, oh yeah, secondary school, I can now go away with my friend at a distance and go off into the star on my own with them, and obviously mum's following behind, but it just gave her that independence that yeah. she was looking for. It wasn't powered, but it was just that bit, and it made her smile, and she was thankful for that. So she was probably one of the first ones, but just to have that is yeah. better than yeah. being stuck by your mum all the time, which I'm sure she wouldn't have liked as a as a teenager. <laughs> no, that's, a, that's a great success. Excellent. Right. Thank you very much for sharing all that information. That's that's fascinating, and you know, keep doing what you're doing. Keep being amazing. Um, but I always like to end our podcasts by asking our guests um, what their big question is. So I did prompt a while ago about what your big question is. So it can be anything to our listeners or the lead system or, you know, the, the health and care system or anything. So what's your big question? I'd probably say, are you able to make change within work, wherever you are, whatever level you are? I think it's important and if you are then ask the question be confident they won't know but if you you will see it so mention it to them be persistent if you've got I don't know just 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 are you able to make a change yeah I think it's important (laughs) I, I absolutely agree with you I think that's a great question um fantastic thank you very much for that Right, and we'll leave it there on this slightly chilly Friday morning in January. Um, so I, I'd just like to say thank you very much for your time. Finally, we've caught up after sort of all sorts of trying to rearrange. Um, so I appreciate your time. Um, it's been great to meet you. Great to see you. Um, and thank you very much and, and good luck in keeping making stuff better. Thank you. Thank you for taking the time to listen to this podcast, which is now available on some really big audio platforms, Spotify, the Google Podcast app, and the Apple Podcast app. If you like what we're doing here, do like, subscribe, and share it across your networks, as that would mean a lot to me. So until next time, keep making stuff better and tell people about it.